So sticking with football, we're going to transition to the NFL and the wild card round, and we're going to talk about the games and what our opinions were of them and our takeaways from it. So to start, we're going to talk about the Tennessee Titans versus Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead, and I want to uh, pass it to Brian and just give me your initial thoughts on the game. Well, I was I was thrown for a loop on that one. I, I was anticipating Kansas City Chiefs to pull that victory out there, and I think a lot of people were too. I yeah. mean, especially with them sitting up 21-3 to at halftime. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just looked like that game was, you know, it was over. But Marcus Mariota pulling a rabbit out of the hat there kind of uh, helped spark some life for the Titans whenever he caught his own pass for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And then they just kept rolling from there. Yeah. And they they shut the Chiefs out in the second half, too. Yeah. I think a big part of that was Derrick Henry running uh, running for 156 yards. Yeah, he broke out. That was something that was very big for them just because he ended up giving them the time of possession that you need in the playoffs in a running game. What nice. wins playoff games is time of possession, running the football, and playing good defense. And they definitely showed that in the second half all the way around. It's Total cliche to say, but defense does win championships. Yep, it really yes, does. It does. And if, as long as your offense is on the field, your defense doesn't have to do anything. Absolutely. Where's the defense down, and Henry had a huge factor there, especially with Murray being out. I know. That was a big play, and, and Murray's out uh, next week as well, I believe. So I think it's Murray's be. career is done. It might be, at least in Tennessee. At, at least, least in Tennessee. Because Henry's now taking over, and that's why they drafted him in the second round two years ago. So yeah, it makes they sense. Were, they were planning on this. Yeah, they did Mur- a good job at developing him. Murray's over 30 now, and that's when the running backs typically start to yeah. decline, and Henry's just reaching his prime, just starting on uh, up and coming. Yeah. So next thing we want to talk about are the Falcons and the Rams. Falcons, Rams, I think that game surprised me as well. Those two, the Kansas City uh, Chiefs and Titans game, and the Falcons-Rams game were the most surprising to me because I thought that now the Falcons-Rams would be much closer. Mm-hmm. I thought the Rams were a phenomenal team this year. I knew that they were young and inexperienced, but I thought that they would still contest against the Falcons, but the Falcons beat them by double digits, yep. and the experience just prevailed in that game. Mm-hmm. And with the Rams being behind most of the game, Todd Gurley only had, what, 14 rushing attempts? and. I mean, he was efficient with those carries. He was over seven yards rushing for his average on each carry, but um, he just didn't get the ball enough because they were playing behind. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And uh, the Falcons ended up playing press man or man throughout the game on the Rams, and they weren't ready for it. The receivers weren't able to get open, and Jared Goff being a second-year quarterback, he did his best. He threw 45 passes, which is, uh, I think it was the most this weekend from any quarterback. And he had a touchdown, no interceptions, but he was right around 50% overall completion percentage, and they just had to throw too much, and there was 23 and outs and short passes that just ended up being their downfall. But I think that, like you said earlier, the experience for the Falcons, being in the Super Bowl last year, winning the NFC Championship, that really prevailed over one of the youngest teams in the NFL, not just in the playoffs. So that's something that had a big factor. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, I mean... The Rams had a good rushing attack, but it just wasn't enough. Once you get down, you have to start throwing the football, and you become one-dimensional. That helps uh, defenses figure out what you're trying to do there. So we'll see where the Falcons go from here, though, because they have the Eagles next, and that's going to be a very interesting topic to see You know if they can keep their streak going. And the final uh, game we want to talk about of this weekend was the Panthers and Saints. What were your opinions and takeaways from that? Well, that was the most fun game to watch. Uh, it was a fantastic game, uh, you know, it was within one score at the end there. Uh, it kind of went the way that I expected, though. I, I did expect the Saints to pull off the victory, 
just having Drew Brees in that rushing attack, which the rushing attack of Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram didn't even play out to be a factor. No, it was Drew Brees carrying the load there. Yeah, Drew Brees and the, the OSU wide receivers, the OSU mm-hmm. alums that he was thrown to, and Ted Ginn Jr. and uh, Michael Thomas, you know, they each had over 100 yards receiving, and they, they came up big in that game. Yeah. Um, it was fun to watch, too, uh, just to see how Christian McCaffrey did in his first playoff game. And I mean, he wasn't proficient rushing, but he had over 100 yards receiving, and he had a touchdown. Yeah. So Christian McCaffrey, I, I didn't expect him to do this well this early in his career, and he no. he's really surprised me, and I believe others as well. You know? I am a little bit worried about his size going forward yeah. and stuff, but overall I think the Saints, if can they can show healthy. that they can beat you in the run game and or the pass game, whatever they need to do to win. And the Panthers played one-dimensionally, uh, like we talked about with the Rams, where they were behind most of the game and had to throw the ball. 